ready for? Oh man, it's about that time. Time to Episode, episode four to be exact, right? Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. Episode four. Episode four of the Articulate Podcast. I'm your host Nova. To the right of her, she has so-called air. You already know we in the building. Young oxygen tank is here. You know, ready to breathe, ready to express. What's up, OG Constellation? It's popping. Your what's up? What's good? So, yeah, let's jump right into it. How are we feeling this week? This week, I ain't gonna lie, it's kind of been like a sad week for me, man. I kind of really been looking forward to the podcast, ready to pod. I went out for a couple of drinks this week, actually held my shit for once, so that was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, because you're a OG, OD lightweight. Yeah, I'm definitely an OG when it comes to being a lightweight. Like original, like <laughs> been there, done that, kids. So please handle your shit, drink responsibly, Work. siphon some water in between the drinks, take care of yourself out there. But how you doing, Nova House? Things going on over there at Angel's house, you know? The Angel's house? Oh, my job, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know, like same old. We had, oh yeah, we had like a health event this week. It was like a holis- mm. holistic health fair. I was taking photos for the event. I was helping put it together. I worked throughout the weekend, which is not super common for me. All the way, like, Saturday, Sunday, everything. Oh, all right. Um, Getting to the bag, I see. Yeah, trying. (laughs) (laughs) So I was working on Articulate stuff. I was doing my other job, my other, other job. Yeah, so I feel like I didn't really get a moment to breathe this week i was looking forward to the podcast uh-huh. i'm happy to be here yeah. definitely i feel you on that a soft launch i would say of the podcast and i haven't really been advertising it too much but i did post about it this week on instagram and a couple people responded to my post so i asked ask us anything and uh one person their instagram is at the purest floater they said, how do you feel about music releases as art exhibits? Is there a space for that? Like, fine art. It's so not going to lie. I didn't really fully understand the question, as usual. I never I kinda, fully understand I people's what, what he's getting to. Like, kind of like having an art exhibit, but having, like, music put up. Sense where people could go in and probably listen to it. Kind of yeah. like uh, the old day, like, mom and pop shots, but with classical music. Probably, like, some KRS, some uh, MF Doom in there, some Classy Jay-Z, some Big L. I think that would actually go really well, especially with millennials nowadays. Isn't that kind of thing they're really into and things like that? That's, like, high beat stuff, right? I guess. I don't know what millennials are into. I think, it, I think it'll sell. Pretty- I couldn't tell if they wanted it for art or for music or for both. I couldn't. I don't know. I, I 
I'm gonna, I'm gonna reach out and see the details of that. But honestly, as far as exhibiting art and or mm. music, I'm open to anything, any type of suggestions. So if anyone listening has any suggestions, you could always email or DM us because we're always looking for new and innovative ways. Like I had one guy reach out to me and say he wanted to rap and paint at the same time. And I was like, yo, let's do yeah, it. That's let's do it. So if you can think of any cool ideas, like please reach out to us and Yes, there's a space for it because we're creating a space for it. Creators create, man. Don't be afraid to create. But thank you for the question, though. I really appreciate you. Yes, time. thank you, The Purest Floater. Then the second person, their Instagram is underscore A, like the letter A, John, J-O-H-N, Tay, T-A-E, underscore. Their question was really nice because it was, how is your day going? I mentioned in the first podcast, people don't, really care to ask or care to know the answer for real for real like how right. are you that's why i like to start off with the how are you how are we so how am i today today i am great um i had a really nice meeting in harlem we talked about some future things that are in the works um, with like a little pop-up shop type of event so I'm really excited about that. Mm. And in general, whenever the weather is nice, I'm happy. So the weather was beautiful today. So how are you? Uh, I'm great. You know, we're potting. We uh, we broke back into the homeless shelter. You know, we're creating fire in here. I didn't do my proper intro. So uh, yeah, today is Monday, May 6th. We're uh -huh. on location in the Bronx at uh, one of our Bronx venues chilling on the, one of the couches in here. Articulate NYC is a community created for artists by artists. If you want to know more, you can check out our website, articulatenyc.com, or you can follow us on all social media at Articulate NYC. Gang, gang, go find us. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag art army in the building. You already know. So last month was Autism Awareness Month. Glad that there is an Autism Awareness Month because because it is a spectrum, it can present in a variety of different ways. And if you're not familiar, misunderstandings and things can happen. But if we just show a little compassion and just understand that everyone is dealing with something, you, you can't see it, you know, physically. But And that ties right into this month. It's May. Uh, it's Mental Health Awareness Month. Yes. And sometimes the scars that, are, that hurt us the most are the ones that we can't see. So it's really important to... Approach everyone that you meet with compassion and understanding. What is it that you always say? Assume positive intent. Yeah, word. Assume positive intent and just approach everybody with a smile, man. Sometimes a smile is all somebody needs or just asking them how you doing or, you know, a little small talk. Sometimes a little sharing a little of your time with somebody out there, even though they be they may look like, you know, out of place or they're like they really going through it, you know, but it's no reason to call somebody crazy or anything. People are just really misunderstood. People go through things every single day, and it really takes nothing to just stop five minutes out of your day, ask them how you're doing. Word. And it may really just make their day, man. So do your part. You know, every little bit counts for everybody. So do your part, man. Word. And there's a huge stigma with mental health and mental illness 
So definitely, if you're listening to this and you need someone to talk to or you know somebody that's dealing with mental health issues or you're dealing with something yourself, always feel free to reach out to me personally. You can DM me. I'll give you my contact information. Don't ever feel like you are alone. You are never alone. If you have no one else to turn to, I'm here for you. Like, we're here for you. We we're, want to... Everybody knows me. Yeah. You can reach out to anybody. Literally, even me. Please reach out. Don't ever be afraid. Talk to us, bro. We're regular human beings, honestly. Facts. <laughs> How's <laughs> the bean going? Uh, Café con leche, man. Uh, this week's shenanigans, right? So, I don't know about you guys ever working at, like, a job, like... You come to work. No, I've never had a job. Oh. What's that like? <laughs> of course, right? Never slave, right? You get like a job, you kind of work in dress code or whatever. You pull out your apron and, you know, maybe it was like the first of the month. You didn't really get the laundry done. You picked out the oh, cleanest it's apron. the first of the month. <laughs> you know, right? Shout out Bone Thugs. Bone Thugs. Harmony. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, uh... Pull out the cleanest apron you can find, you throw it on, and your boss is just looking at you like, so what's going on? You're on in dress code, you're like, yeah, I am. I'm wearing, you know, I'm wearing bean clothing. I'm wearing, like, cafe con leche look. You know, I'm here to work. I'm here to make lattes, bro. I'm here to deal with your soy cappuccino with your triple ristretto shot. And can you please add extra dry foam on top? Like, really? Like, you have one job. I Talk know, to right? him. <laughs> like, Really, but uh, yeah, like I, you know, I come in, throw on the apron. He's giving me shit about the fucking apron as usual. What you do, really, right? So you want me to go home or go to work? Like, what do you want me? To, what do you want done? This is the cleanest apron I got. Like, what do you want done? He tells me, uh, forget it, go on the floor. And then when I get out on the floor, he pulls back up. Oh, hey, like, why didn't you take the apron you were offered? All right, first off, I was never offered an apron by anyone. But I'm going to own this dirty apron because that's the job. That's me being responsible for not coming in in dress code, as you would name it. So with that being said, I'm going to own this apron. No, that's not owning it. You're going to take the clean apron and you're going to wear that one. I go to the back to grab this apron he supposedly has for me. And when I say it is the dirtiest apron I've seen in my life, <laughs> this apron was reeking. How dirty can an apron get? Well, it was reeking Questions. of soy dry soy go ahead ask me again i can keep going how dirty can an apron get it was literally brown from corner to corner like it was a disgusting apron. <laughs> like it was so disgusting that there was still a dry napkin from the shift over yeah gunshots man like who was using that the rat that cleaned overnight <laughs> like that's fucking crazy, bro. So whatever. That's the week at the Bean. And oh, just to put the icing on the cake. Yes, ladies and gentlemen. He was going to write me up for it. <laughs> for not having a clean fucking for apron. For not swapping out your semi-dirty apron for no, a dirtier No, I fucking swapped it out. But he can fucking calm down because he's going to get a fucking heart attack. As he says, I'm going to get a heart attack. Oh no, please, Ozuna. I'm going to get a heart attack. Like, no, calm the fuck down, bro. Relax, all right? Stop floating around. <laughs> so that's this week at The Bean. All right. Shout out to The Bean. Yeah, fuck The Bean. The Bean Factory that you work at. <laughs> we were slacking this week. Actually, I feel like I went to an event, but I already forgot. 
Where the I went to events in spirit. I'm not going to say I'm sorry. Because <laughs> so, I said we were getting back on the wheel last episode. So I was there in spirit. I made sure I looked at people's lives. Uh, I was high all week, as you guys know. I don't remember it most. But uh, I did write down and quote a couple things. And uh, we're going to do our best. One of the events that I know occurred, but I wasn't able to unfortunately be there because I had to be at my other other job it was the new rochelle open mic mm, on saturday yeah. go talk go talk to him. and to yeah. hear to represent that because we were obviously like well nova slacked i was there in spirit i was <laughs> so we got you know we should we reached out to the army to get a better representative and we got mr bobby souffle in the house <laughs> i'm sure y'all know about him we speak a lot about this guy man I'm, so I'm still know. not done talking about Bobby. Yeah, let's go, let's go. Where the, <laughs> where the air here. horns, where the gunshots. Let the people know he's in the building. He's in here. We, we all broke in together. Y'all know what this is about. <laughs> so talk to him. Let him know. What's up, y'all? It's Bobby Sanchez here. Mm-hmm. How you doing? Hey. Gang, gang in the building, kid. So we had, uh, you had an event last Saturday, right? I believe, correct? Yep. Yes, how was that, man? How was that? It was really good. It was um, the eighth event at the public library that um, I've been throwing this show for eight months. And, um, mm. you know, we had 16 performers for the open mic list, um, ranging from piano players to poets to singers to musicians playing guitar. So it was a good mix of artists. I did the math, and over the last eight months, we've had 112 performers hit the mm. stage. Gang, so gang. We're, we're averaging about 14, 15 a show. I'm pretty happy about it because most of the people are from the Westchester area, which is where mm. I'm from. It's really nice Quite to all, see this. Westchester out there, you yeah. feel <laughs> That's dope. You're kind of um, starting like a movement in Westchester, Westchester, which is dope. Much respect. You're doing something from the community where you grew up. And I think it's really important because a lot of people are like, yo, I can't leave, wait to leave this place. Or especially like if you grow up in the hood. I don't know why they just like some people are super loyal to their hometowns and some people are just like nah and they can't wait to get up out of there so it's really dope that you're putting energy back into your community where so how'd you like down uh how'd you like place down man how'd you like the space so this event it happens at the new rochelle public library i wrote a proposal <clears throat> back in june kind of writing it my idea for having the open mic there because I felt like there wasn't a space in New Rochelle that had mm. open mic or poetry shows or anything. So this theater, it's called the Ozzy Davis Theater. It's inside the New Rochelle Public Library. And Beautiful place, obviously. Yeah, it's it's really nice. It's state-of-the-arts theater, 150-seat um, venue with a stage, handicap accessible. So mm. it's it's really like a blessing. And the, the person who it's named after, Ozzy Davis, was an actor, a civil rights activist, um, and he oh, retired in New Rochelle, and he donated a lot of money to the community. So that's part of the reason, you know, they named it after him, the theater, and the park outside the library is called Ruby D Park, who's his wife, Ruby D. Oh, so, that's dope. Yeah, very much like about the community. And um, so I basically wrote a proposal back in June, because last uh, March I was selected for the National Poetry Slam, hey. so I, I got some <laughs> I got brag about it, brag about it. <laughs> I don't tell people like when I have like random interactions with people, but if they ask, you know, how I got that, you know, I kind of got some momentum with that being mm. selected for mm. for to represent a team, um, the only team in Westchester County, which was the White Plains team. 
Okay. And I kind of used that like power that I got to like kind of start something in my own community. And mm-hmm. like I had never hosted a show before September. Mm-hmm. So September 8th was the first show. And um, ever since then, it's been the first Saturday of every month. We're going to continue doing the event, the events coordinator at the public library, super supportive. And mm-hmm. she really wants the show to continue. So mm-hmm. that's fine. That's fine. But- I went to, I think it was the last one. And it was really dope. The space is really beautiful. And it was a wide array of different talent. And it was really cool. It had a really nice, like, community feel. Everyone was super supportive. Not that far. It's, like, 15 minutes from the Bronx. Um, Right there in Florida, honestly. Yeah, you just hop on the um, Metro North train, and it's, like, 10, 15-minute ride. And you're there and it's right. it's really like it's get it's on a the really, metro north man see it's a really nice train <laughs> it's, it's a dope event shout out to bobby shout out to everything he's doing in the westchester community well so i also took a deep dive into the the new rochelle page and just looked at a various artists you had featured on your page and just want to go through them with you if you don't mind you know yeah sure First one I peeped, it was uh, Ivan Polanco, uh, Ivan Polanco Music. He had did his own cover over Juanes, La Camisa Negra. So, you know, just want to dive into that, how you met the guy, how came across that. Like. Cool. Yeah, I met Ivan uh, when I was in college. We took a Spanish class together. Oh, um, he's a singer-songwriter from White Plains. We've only had three features in the eight months that we've had events because we can't have a feature every single month. But okay. for the first event... I thought it was like exclusivity thing kind of thing, right? Bobby got the thing going on. Well, yeah, it's a little <laughs> exclusive, but also like it's hard to actually find sometimes artists that are will obligate themselves on a Saturday at 2.30. Mm. You know? So um, some people have jobs. Ivan Polanco, he's an artist from White Plains, and he was the feature at our first event. Mm-hmm. And uh, he does pop, R&B, soul music. He's come out with like multiple albums, and he does a little bit of stuff in Spanish. That's a cover that he did. Mm-hmm. And I, I liked it. Of... It was beautiful. It was a nice yeah. song, honestly. The that... fact that he bodied that too, like yeah. that's a song that you normally like hear on the radio all the time. But like you know, classic guy that made it. But Juan is you know great guy. But I never see most people like touch that as a cover, you know. Mm-hmm. Most people touch the hook and then dance away from it. But, like, <laughs> he was really like doing his thing up there. And the fact that he was performing it with the guitar was something else entirely. Yeah, he did a whole set, like probably six, seven songs. And um, I, just, I recommended for him to do that song. Because wow. I saw him do it on YouTube and it had like almost like 15,000 views on YouTube. Wow. You know, if you check him out on YouTube. He's What's a, his YouTube? Is it his name? Yeah, it's Ivan Polanco. Ivan Polanco is. Uh, you can find him at Ivan Polanco Music dot Music on Instagram. For sure. Ivan Polanco dot Music. Yeah, he has a lot of YouTube videos out, but I saw that on his YouTube page, and then I was like, "Hey, man, like I'm not gonna a- ask you to do any song specifically, but can I recommend and request if you do that song? Because there's a lot of Latinos in uh, New Rochelle. Mm. You know, the high school I went to is over 50 percent Hispanic Latino, so. Mm-hmm. They're the majority in the New Rochelle community. So, yeah. All right, well, that was shout out to Ivan Polanco, man. Please go check out the young brother. Please go check him out. You also had uh, Outsane Sahu. Apologize if I had said that wrong in any type of way. Nah, you said it right. He had wrote, uh, as he says it best, this is for the 10% of my kinfolk that think that they are separate from the rest because of their status, occupation, reputation, and external shit wake up and realize we are all in the same boat within this corrupted structure learn the self super powerful guys please 
Go check out the brother. Go look at his artistry. Go check out his page. He was also blessed the mic there. I seen him. He was going erratic. He spat. <laughs> I was very happy because I actually met him the day before. Um, oh. And I met him at this opening in the Bronx, and I, I like gave him a flyer for the event, and he was like, "Oh, I'm gonna go check it out," and mm. he showed up. And he was the first one to ever bless the mic on the stage Ooh. at the Onusha open mic. And he's the best open rapper. Too. Oh, he's, that's like, he's the best rapper I've ever met. Like, wow. like I'm not, not going to praise a mainstream rapper. I'm going to yeah. praise him because... That's somebody you met in person. Like, yeah. You could give it up. You've seen it live. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's underground. Um, everything that he spits is super conscious. And, you know, if you ever want to just go down to 14th Street, Union Square, he's there spitting freestyles like every single day. Oh, oh wow. That's he, he freestyles that's like lit. all the time. I see him posted on Instagram. But, um... I saw, I went through his page, like, literally, like, when I say spazzing out, I don't mean because of the dreads, like, yeah. <laughs> fucking spazzing, yeah. bro, like, honestly, like, yeah. and honestly, to see, like, artistry like that, I'll always praise that on this platform, like, guys that can rap and stay authentic to themselves and not switch off or, or even, like, you know, switch off to whatever's in the mainstream, like, please mm, stay true to your artistry, bro. So please check out the young brother out Saint Sahu. Please go check him out. The dude's a beast. Go plug him. Go find him. Please go feature him. He deserves to be featured already. Honestly. Spell out his. Uh, oh, his if, name. Uh, if you guys need to find him, you spell him out out Sane as literally out and then Sane. Yeah, we'll put it in the like description probably. Underscore Sahu, S A H U. We also had uh K K B the lady, Lady K. You know, she oh, said yeah. she I'm, killed this shot. Uh, of her. Yeah, you heard yeah, of her? Yeah, I think I've I think I've seen her perform. She's buzzing to the community, huh? Yeah. <laughs> she said, uh, evident uh, existence is evident, but the difference you make makes the difference. That was something powerful. And I've seen that she blessed your stage uh, more than uh more than once actually, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Lady K is a poet from White Plains as well, Westchester. Mm -hmm. Um she She's a big supporter of the New Rochelle Open Mic. She's performed there at least three or four times, and she was the second feature that we had mm, um, okay. back in January. That's that exclusivity again. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, it takes a while to find features sometimes but um, that are willing to dedicate themselves. Mm. Um, but she did a 15-minute set back in January, and her, her poetry's she's pretty cool. Like Some of it's political, some of it's personal, but... Mm. Um, yeah, big shout out to her for featuring, uh, being the second feature there. Um, it was a powerful poem, like all all her performances throughout. Like honestly, like I didn't even know it was her. Like each time she was on stage, she had like a completely different look, which yeah, again speaks to presenting herself on stage to how she shows herself and uh, her artistry as well. So it was like super dope. Like I was just like, wow, like who is this person? And every time I was like, oh wait, it's the same lady. Like mm. that's dope. So she she definitely killed it. As well as we also, you also had uh, Poetic Boy D. Shout out to Poetic through. Boy D. He's yeah. going to be featuring on the 16th of this month with mm -hmm. us, actually, at our event at mm, The Nest. At The Nest. So you already know where that's at. You know, at Mama Birdhouse. So pull up. <laughs> so you already know. Shameless plug. You feel me? Shameless. <laughs> shame, shameful plug. <laughs> Do you have Poetic Boy D? Have you seen a dance? I've seen him perform. What was it? After Ariana performed too, right? Yeah, we had Ariana Camille, the dancer. Uh, she does contemporary and ballet. Um, she mm. came and she performed at the Women's History Month event that we yes. did, Heart of Her. 
And so she was one of the first performers. She did her routine. It was amazing. And then right after that, Poetic Boy D got on stage and was like, have you seen her dance? (laughs) And did like a whole poem. It was such a dope moment. And actually Tika, shout out Tika Mm -hmm. DeGaio. Whoa. Tika de Gallo, aka our videographer who caught the Black Her Story event and the Heart of Her event. He put together like a little compilation of Ariana's dance and mm-hmm. then Poetic Boy D spitting his poem after that. And it was a really cool moment because I love when artists like feed off of other artists i think you do a really good job of that so-called air like when you go on stage and you freestyle and you kind of like call out prior performers performers. yeah i try my best too but uh you know to get back to uh poor boy d the guy was up there at the new rochelle stage just blessing the stage you know with his performance as usual even i had i believe he stumbled but he still kept pushing it through you know always a lot of love in the building he also, yeah. just to quote him, he also said, I, I always hold you down. I'll be your gravity and don't worry about a thing. Powerful line, you know, speaks mm. volumes about a man and his character, honestly. So, you know, Bobby, with God's beast, man. Yeah. yeah no, nah, I appreciate him coming. Uh, he, he came to the first event, like, in September. Mm. You know, our crowd wasn't like it was, you know, recently. So mm. there was only nine performers the first month i love was in the building yeah i I appreciate him coming out and um you know he's 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 all over the city too you'll see him in a lot of spots yeah he's super supportive i think he has a show he has a show this month on the 10th of may with inspired word and then he has our show on the 16th so Mm He's out here and he always is like super supportive to our community. So um, much love to Poetic Boy D for sure. So uh, after that, you you had posted next. I don't know how to say his name right. It's uh, IDECTVQHWY, Raul Maldonado. Oh, yeah, Raul, yeah. Yeah, so Raul, he blessed the stage. And I couldn't even like like get the gist of what he was saying on the mic but i was just like dude this dude is serenade <laughs> like, like he was like killing it acoustic style like that's just fire he also came to the first event his name's raul i don't know how to say his instagram yeah it's an acronym for something it stands for something yeah i believe so but i don't know i, I tried my best please guys i'm sorry if i'm butchering it <laughs> yeah he actually grew up across the street from me um, oh that's fine bro taking about their roots his sister was in my brother's class in, in an mm. elementary school that i went to he was a grade under me that was the first event he went to and then he hasn't come since because uh, he works on saturday so he oh, hasn't okay. really been able to come but i appreciate him coming to the first event you know i'm not gonna forget that so yeah, well. yeah it's nice to see someone that like you know i remember like playing video games at his house or something when I was like six or seven years old. So right, right. The fact that he's on the stage now, like the fact that I reconnected with him actually in Manhattan at an open mic that I went to in Manhattan at the mm. V-Spot. So, oh, shout, wow, out shout out V-Spot. V-Spot. Shout out to R-E-Y-P-U-R-P-O-S-E-D, Ray Purpose, who's yeah, the host right. of the last Sunday of every month uh, open mic at this place called the V-Spot um, on St. Mark's Place in uh, Manhattan. So I reconnected with him there like last summer mm-hmm. and, you know, he was really interested in the New Rochelle open mic because he still lives there just yeah. like me. So, yeah. Hmm. 
That's just dope, though, bro. I definitely feel you on that. Like, I definitely feel you from coming from a place where, like, I have friends where, like, well, I have a friend that I feel like he went through so much growing up, like, as a guy who, like, no, not to speak too much on his story, because I always, like, walk a fine line when I talk about him, like, because I never want to put, like, his stuff out there, because I know how he is. But, like, he has a deep story, bro. And I always told him, you feel like you can't write, and I know you can, bro. Like, you just got to write it down and just go up there and just spit it, bro. It just not yeah. even spit it. Just write it on a piece of paper and just say it. And, like, people will feel that. People yeah. will hear that, and they will feel your energy. They will feel your pain in that. And they will really show you the resolve in that. Like, they will, you know, give you the praise you need for that. But, you know, that I definitely feel you on that. pushing your friend and seeing them finally on that stage and, being so happy for them, like, oh, fine, keep doing your thing, please. When it's like when people tell me, like, oh, I'm not an artist, I'm like, what, what do you mean? Like, <laughs> I feel like to some degree, like, everyone is an artist, you know, you have something or a creative in some way, like, even mm -hmm. if you're like an engineer, even if you're like, I feel like everything is art, it's just we just use different mediums, like, everyone's an artist, we just like. We just have a different way of expressing exactly. wh whatever it is. Yeah. So when someone's like, I understand like not everyone, it's intimidating, you know, to get on stage and things like that. But I feel like usually when I ask someone and they're like, oh, no, no, no. And they brush it off and they're like, well, I used to draw, but you know, like, I feel like there's art that part energy, honestly, to almost opinion. everyone has like a little something like, and definitely something to contribute. And at the very least, everyone has a story their own story and a message and a voice and sometimes a little healthy nudge or a push <laughs> <laughs> helps takes, them right? yeah <laughs> uh you also had brandon michael 17 on your stage his poem was so beast and i remember like like watching it he literally chugs an entire <laughs> bottle of water <laughs> like, like he literally like he dropped like such a fire line and stops and everyone starts clapping. He's like, I'm not done yet. Points out a bottle in front of everybody like, no, no. And then just starts chugging it. And then like, everyone was just standing there. Like, it was it was like past the awkward silence where everyone's just in the glaze, just looking at the maze. Like he's really going to chug that whole water. <laughs> and then like, I was like, damn, like the dude, I wonder how long it's going to take. Exactly. Like, I was like, damn. Uh, Brandon, he's from Asane, so that's like northern Westchester, but uh, he mm. came to the show back in November. That should sound like a whole different country. They eat nothing but oxtail. <laughs> <laughs> oxtail yeah, land? Yeah, I know. I know that place. The oxtail place. <laughs> he came through and he spit two poems. Um, one of them was about water. And one of them was about... Did he chug the water during the water? Yeah. yeah, cool. yeah. <laughs> okay. He did the water chugging. It was a whole metaphor for, like, bottling water. Yeah. It, oh, it was okay. powerful. But I was just, like, super enamored that he chugged an entire <laughs> bottle. <of water. laughs> like, it captivated me more than the poem. <laughs> like, His Jesus. second poem, too, it was um, a piece of paper that had that was, like, not ending. Like, it, it was, like, a piece of paper that if you probably stretched it out, it was probably, like... 
30 yards of paper and oh, he was it, it was just this long poem that it's hard to explain but if you want to check out his page uh Whoa, it's brando that sounds... the original now so oh he's got brando new, the original he's guy. got a new instagram name he's also involved with the im series um yuko oh yeah has open mic series. yuko um, is amazing by the way shout out to her she's been super supportive of our events and i did i want to make it to one of hers soon i she invited I she, me. I guess she can on her events once, right? Yeah, she's, she's been doing that body there with the uh, Broadway. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Uh, performance. I, remember that. I was like, dude, she's killing that this girl. Night. She got some pipes on her. Yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> I was like, whoa. Things, small packages. Kids. Yeah, for <laughs> sure, for sure. Shout out to Yuko. Um, I'm gonna make it out to one of the events. Like I promise. Shout out to I Am Series. Uh, and everyone that we mentioned, I'm gonna put it in the description in some way, shape, or form, or have like a link to it because um, or we're we just gonna have to create a podcast page that's what <laughs> but yeah let's let's keep that between ourselves guys <laughs> not like out these times for them you know we can share some of them not all of them <laughs> so you also had chocolate mystic on stage Jay oh Ashe. shout out to jay ashe you know she fucking killed it her hair is always amazing like i don't know how she yeah, does that like, she's... i think she does that herself right or something like that I think so. She's like a, she's one of those like people that's like a walking art entity. Yeah, like definitely. she's a work she of carries, art herself. She like literally buys her own aura. So like <laughs> buy the stock when you get near her. Like, please hurry up, capture it. Yeah, she actually <laughs> featured at um one of our events that we had at the Bronx. I remember she had her parents here and like she like bodied the stage yeah Belgium, she so. killed it she came with like a fur coat like a crop yeah. top her hair was with like with braids and, yeah. and sparkles like she looked like a butterfly that day so uh, how was the performance that day if you remember any of it yeah uh she was our third feature mm. um so yo again y'all please <laughs> i know y'all want to be that fourth one out there right? so, <laughs> go out there y'all yeah. <laughs> She was the feature in April. Um, we had 20 performers that day for the mm. mic. So she was really cool because every feature gets a 15-minute set, and she actually shortened her feature to, like, 10 minutes. Oh, that's So sweet. she that's really was, like, aware of, like, you know, respecting the time. Yeah, yeah the respecting the time. So she only did three pieces. Um, that's fire, but, bro. Yeah, sure. she, she's, yeah, she's from the Bronx, but she lives in Mount Vernon now. So mm. I, I'm only going to feature, like, Westchester artists at the New Rochelle Open Mic. Because, that's what's know, up, yeah. I want to give back. Yeah, you get back into the community. People that, yeah, you yeah. Know, travel all the way to the city to go to open mics, you know. So I don't really have a feature coming up for next month. I've been wondering. No, if I you should. may be the feature. You should be the feature. <laughs> <laughs> the host and the feature. Yeah, fuck it, get in your bag. Well, <laughs> anyone that, if, they're, if you're from the Westchester area yeah, or you know anyone from the Westchester area that's interested Please. in featuring, yeah, well, the thing is, hit I'm up not, Bobby. Like, I'm not sure if I want to have another feature for the event mm. because. Uh. Um, you know, we had. Never mind what I just <laughs> said. Like, I, I am like definitely looking for Westchester artists always, but the last three shows have gone over time. Like, you know, we have that theater from three o'clock to four thirty, and, and the library like closes right. Yeah, so, the library closes yeah. right at five o'clock. So there's so, a little yeah, so that time, time window is super tight. Right? Yeah, but you know, like last week we had sixteen performers. The show ended at four forty-five. So mm -hmm. I want people to have time to mingle after the event. Um, yeah. You know, get to connect. Yeah. I gotta praise you too, bro. To do 16 performances in that amount of time, bro, that's like 
He had 20 in April. 20, that's yeah. like transitions got to be super tight. Like, yeah. one, two, three, in and out, in and out. Like, yeah, as a host, I, I try not to ever, like, comment on anyone's performance. I just say, on deck, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Yeah. You know, please welcome to the stage this because yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't take up too much space being a host because I'm just trying to get the people on the stage. You know? nah, I see yeah. now, like, when I see you host and when you're in that bag, you're like, one, two, three, right? Like, yeah. in and out, in and out. But then you, when you get to, like, be like, ah, all right, I can breathe, I can actually talk. Like, mm -hmm. you get more into your personality and swinging on, mixing with the crowd. Mm -hmm. It's definitely a super dope vibe. Thank for you, sure. You also had Claude Buffington Gilbert, Love oh, for yeah. Who, <laughs> and he played a classic piece on the cello, bro, and that yeah. shit was super fucking fire. I thought, like, Beethoven was gonna rise from this grave. Japanese just came raining down like thunder and lightning came crashing. Bobby ran away from the lightning. Coming. Zeus! Zeus! <laughs> he was, uh, I met him in college. He was my roommate. You know, uh -huh. he, he studied cello in college. That was his major. I was actually wanted to know the name of that piece too. Like, uh, it's a Bach piece. I don't know specifically like what the name of the piece yeah, is. I wanted to give it its respect. Yeah, uh, but it's written by Sebastian Bach, you know, mm. like Maybe. It's like the I'll, classic. I'll check like, it out. Yeah, maybe yeah, yeah, I definitely. Maybe I've I know it because no, like I've, literally, you hear the first three notes, you know exactly what it is. Yeah, I probably have it because I was like classically trained. People are trained. supposed to go into a duel as soon as that comes. <laughs> <on>. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he came from deep too. He lives in Orange County, so he he came mm. from like at least an hour and a half away to to just perform one five minute piece. So. Shout out to him, bro. Yeah. Shout out Orange to County. Who, and that makes me think find... of Cali. Yeah, we're, we're, <laughs> I'm like, we're... damn, he came from all the way from Cali. <laughs> yeah, I always think of Cali and like orange soda, like the Tropicana, <laughs> the box with the orange. He came from the Tropicana factory. Yeah. Shout out to him. <laughs> uh, please go check out the young brother. You can find him at, at love underscore four underscore hu yeah he does weddings too he he, he does a lot of gigs with mm. weddings oh yeah that's bags. Are you imagine <laughs> cello is popping for the wedding why you just said yes to your wife <laughs> like that's like super dual and like that's like the lead up to the honeymoon bro like come on One more it's gonna be a good night for you yeah like he's wigmanning the shit out of you like, <laughs> like honestly like, God, such a great guy. <laughs> you, you also had uh, Amir Soul. Amir Soul, please. Nova, I want to hear you talk about him because <laughs> I, you always bring this guy up to me. <laughs> okay. And Amir Soul, he had that uh, Hector Lavoe and Willie Colon, the Dia de Suerte. If you don't know that, please go and yes, yourself. Yes, that's one of my favorites please, of his. Like, He's uh, I'm sure half. Puerto Rican, half Dominican, mm -hmm. and he performs usually a piece for his uh, Puerto Rican side. Yeah. But recently, because he was saying that like his mom was complaining, she's like, "What about the Dominican That's side?" <laughs> so um, he came up with uh, a new one for for that side as well. And he also performs in, in English and Spanish. He's been dabbling with guitar recently. I think he said only like six months or so, but he's actually, he's really good. Like I almost memorized his his intro. So the last time I like introduced him, he was like, well, I don't have to say anything. <laughs> Shout out to the arm. Shout out to uh, Amir. Definitely, and I'm looking forward to like seeing more from him, and I hope to see him at future events, future features. He's like an amazing artist, honestly. Like, um, and he always talks about like the 
political climate, especially in Puerto Rico. And I think that it's so important to like, art is entertainment, but when you can use it as a medium for change and for awareness and to speak your story, your message, or that form of expression, I think that it's a vehicle for change. And um, shout out to Amir for being one of those people that uses art as a form of activism as well. Or so he had blessed the stage with that. He remixed uh, the other suerte. I'm sure most of you guys have heard that walking into bodegas here and there. <laughs> uh, he said in that poem, uh, "Dancing salsa and giving grace is the cure to this disease." Mm. I, just, I put it in English for most people to comprehend and understand it. But he says most half the bar in Spanish, mm. which to me rolls off the tongue a lot better since I understand it, and mm. I'm sure you can agree, Bobby. And but still translating it in English, just like that's fucking powerful, bro. Like mm-hmm. to really like take that in, like dancing salsa is giving grace is the cure to the disease. Like that's great. Mm-hmm. And for him to remix uh, such a classic song and add the hook and just speak about his heritage, speaks yeah. a lot about his character. And, and he can sing people. too, by the way. Like his voice, them high notes. Bobby, <laughs> <laughs> you don't talk about it. Yeah, um, he he pulled up to the New Rochelle in like twice, uh, once in November, once in April. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, he, he's we've hung out a few times, and you know he's from Highbridge. Uh, so like every time he comes up on stage, he's like, I'm repping Highbridge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, when my every mom's time. at the New Rochelle open mic, she's like, Yeah, Highbridge, because my mom used to work there. She used to work there like in the late '90s, um, like with uh, teaching. Uh, she's a Spanish teacher, so she teaches Spanish mm-hmm. to. She taught English to Spanish speakers, like uh, like nice. moms and stuff in, mm-hmm. in Highbridge, and. Uh, but yeah, like shout out to Bobby's mom. Shout out to her. But um, yeah, Amir Soul, he's a cool guy. You know, he's he's very he's very passionate about his art, and like it just proves his character is is pure because he started like his own writing workshop. Like oh um, yeah, for Mikasa, <laughs> Mikasa writers. So if you want to check out his writing workshop, it's Mikasa writers. M I C A sa writers on instagram it's like a bi-weekly workshop so they have like a featured writer and then they have writing prompts i've attended one of their workshops and it was a really good vibe so i appreciate him like creating that you know it's a free event as well yeah i'm looking forward to to checking it out um i've been i've been uh it's on my list of uh places to check out at bronx art space uh i think it's on wednesdays i believe Mm -hmm. Yeah, yep. I definitely want to check one out in the next few weeks. So definitely go find the young king at Amir Soul on Instagram, Amir Soul, and Amir is A-M-E-R-E Soul. You also had uh, on your stage, blessing that, uh, blessing your stage, Charmant at Influence Poems, the National Slam poet, and he had blessed the stage with one of his bars with the shots I ever want to get. I want you to take is that greatness. That shit's super powerful, kid. Like, yeah. He's one of my, like, top five poets. Um, yeah, like, I wanted to write more, but it was, like, he was giving me so much at once that I was like, dude, I can't even write this shit down right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's on another level than other poets. Um, yeah, definitely. Like, he's someone that... <laughs> he's definitely someone you gotta go check out uh, at Influence Poems and... uh. 
he sets the bar pretty high for yourself in this community. Sometimes yeah. somebody to aspire to somewhere to get to eventually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was very happy when he pulled up to the <laughs> event. Uh, he pulled up to the event in December and in February, so he came through twice. Um, he's uh, like in the eight months we've had a show, we've had five National Slam poets like bless the stage, and God he's one damn. of them. So like. Mm. He runs a weekly open mic in Bridgeport, Connecticut. It's mm-hmm. called CT Poets Realm. Mm-hmm. Uh, CT underscore P-O-E-T-Z underscore R-E-A-L-M. It's like a weekly uh, Wednesday night open mic in Bridgeport. I've gone probably like three times, um, but it's mm-hmm. always like a really good vibe. He really creates like a like high vibrations for that open mic. Like the, the talent is... You would think in the middle of Connecticut, it would be like, you know. The middle of West Bumblefuck. The total opposite. Like, it's an art center um, that, like, they have painting all over the walls. They have a DJ. They have rappers, rappers poets, singers. Um, and uh, I saw him feature last week at the White Plains Library. There's a monthly open mic at the White Plains Library I've been going to since I was 15. Mm. Um, I'm 24 now, so I've been going for nine years. Um the first time I performed at it was probably like a year and a half ago. I would just go and watch, yeah. um, soak it in. But he featured last week, and uh, I bought his book. Um, he does like um, workshops with kids, um, hmm. and he does. He he's touring right now. Like he's going to Las Vegas in the summertime. He's going down south in the summertime. So he's he's gonna be all over the place. But um, yeah, like. He's someone that I think like has reached a high level of success, uh, being the three-time Grand Slam champion of the whole state of Connecticut. Um, gang, gang. But, but he, do, he doesn't have like that that ego, you know. Mm. He's yeah, he's su- super humble. Yeah, he's grounded. He, he, like and, it exudes off of him. Yeah. yeah, like he showed up to the feature last Wednesday, and he brought his wife and his, like his like twelve-year-old daughter. Oh. And mm. you know, he did a poem for his daughter. Um, you know, so mm-hmm. so he did a poem for his uncle. It was just, it's very personal, like his poetry. And it's not like roses are red, violets are blue. Like everything that he writes is his real life that he's mm-hmm. lived or that he's living right now. So I got the gist of that poem. He was talking, I guess, about his son or like a child that he must have had. Because it, it was, he was speaking about him being a nurse and yeah. about him basically cultivating. And like the reason I became a nurse was mm-hmm. to nurture you, is mm-hmm. to, to raise you up and like, he was speaking about the things and the violence going on in the streets where people, all they know is how to go grab guns or go, go grab a camera right away. But instead of taking those kind of shots, and the, the shots I ever want you to take is the greatness, which yeah. is like, that's a beautiful setup. Like, for you to lead all that up to that punchline, and that's amazing, honestly. Yeah, the prompt for that poem, uh, he told me about it. It was basically a young a black man asking him, like, why did you become a nurse? Mm-hmm. And that poem is what explains, like, the question. Mm. Yeah, he's got a lot of deep, deep poems. Please yeah. go check him out at Influence at Influence Poems. Please go check out the young brother, please. Okay, you also had uh Tarishi Midnight Schuler at thirteenth midnight. And uh he also he had full spit a bar about are you looking for hot, interesting alien communication? And that shit had me fucking <laughs> I am bro. Like, right? Look, Nova, so please, if there's any aliens, Shout out to the constellations. Yeah, Nova out here looking, she fishing, kid, so go find her. Uh I, I, his performance was through the fucking roof. 
like honestly I have like to see performance when someone does uh poetry is sometimes hard for I feel like people to get across but he was doing that so well like, yeah like fluently like it was amazing yeah I met midnight um and influence both over the summertime mm-hmm. um in Chicago uh they were in one of our bouts like one of one of our competitions so like there's four teams in, in one competition and their team won uh, wow. the competition um not the whole thing but the round the that round we were, were in, in yeah. and then they moved on to the semifinals. So they were like probably one of the top maybe ten teams in the country, uh repping Bridgeport, Connecticut. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Influence is the coach of the team. It's called Verbal Slap. Um Influence's cousin is Midnight. They're mm. they're related and like I didn't learn that so recently, but um yeah, Midnight, before he was a poet, I think he was an actor. So mm-hmm. you can kind of tell, like, when he does poetry, he, he, he puts his whole body into it. Every mm-hmm. single, like, movement that he says is, like, choreographed with the words that he's speaking. So Word. he's, I, I remember I read his bio and, like, he's performed for, like, President Bill Clinton, like, poetry. Mm, and That's crazy. Yeah, so. Shout out to Bill. <laughs> he also does work with, like, community, like, with kids in the community, um, just like influence and um, yeah, Midnight's one of my top favorite, po- top five poets too. He he came to the event in February, uh-huh. and um, yeah, just a really talented dude and nice dude too. You know, he's got a lot of success and he mm-hmm. went on tour recently down south, mm-hmm. um, and he's just performing all the time. So yeah, I definitely got a lot of respect for him. That's what's up. Uh, you already know, man. Please go find the young king at, at 13th midnight, please. The nigga is looking for any communication. Any <laughs> go find him. He know where to find him. He know where the function's at. Go get him. All right? So, you know, let's let's get into our bag, though. Let's get into our bag. Bobby Sanchez. Bobby Souffle. <laughs> How you doing, king? You're doing good, dude. You're doing good. Yeah. I went to to your Instagram as well. Had to be done. <laughs> and your first post is about your two best friends, and you said in that post, "Native knowledge, not indigenous wisdom." So listen, most people are lost in the colonial matrix. So like, yo, oh, these stink face. You know when somebody just blew out the bathroom and you woke in? Shit, kid. <laughs> and like. From what I gather now, from like, if that's your first uh, post that you put on Instagram, I'm assuming when you created it at the time, but from what you just spoke of, spoke on earlier, that you've been going to open mics at the New Rochelle place for for a time of about nine years. And the you were, plans, yeah. Exactly. And you've been uh, taking it in for like a year and some change for it before you even performed. So yeah. like, how was that transition from like working yourself up to go there, listening and taking in all the information, deciding on what you want to write about, your transition and going on stage and ever performing. How was that? Cool, yeah. I mean, what I write about, it's always going to be political. Um, Mm -hmm. I made a choice back in high school that, like, everything I was going to write is going to be political or reflective of society. Um, It's just, like, a decision I made just because I feel like there's not enough political stuff out there. You know, most of the stuff on mainstream is just meant to be consumed, mm. not like to empower you. Right. So I Facts. want to empower people through music and poetry. And um, I kind of, you know, performed a little bit um, in college, like with some bands rapping. Mm-hmm. But um, that the first open mic I ever participated at was in a Barnes and Nobles in White Plains. And uh, I was so nervous, like, 
I was shaking, my hands were cold, and... Was this the poem you performed there that, yeah. that time? Oh, okay. Yeah, that one uh, where I'm talking about my friends in high school, and mm-hmm. um, I, like, I was so nervous, I had to close my eyes, like, I was shaking, and my parents were there supporting me, so it was, it was like, it was a really hard thing to do. I mean, I performed in elementary school doing, like, theater, mm-hmm. and, like, my first poetry performance was in sixth grade, um, but uh, the nerves hadn't like been worked out still. So now I don't get nervous at all. Like I've been nervous. I mean, I, I go up there and I freestyle. Like don't I never get nervous. Nervous. I guess I get anxious before mm-hmm. I get on stage. Like I kind of just want to get it over with. That's yeah. the feeling I get. Mm-hmm. He I also never... goes blind and forgets that anyone's yeah. in the room, yeah. including That's something me. That doesn't that happens <laughs> to me for some reason. When I'm on stage, for some reason, it's like not that I go blind. I know I can see the people in front of me, but for like a second in my mind, while I'm just there rapping, people just go blank. Like yeah. the stage disappears. Does is it the same for you? Like yeah, totally. I mean. I, I don't get nervous anymore. Um, like I had some some coaching classes from an actor back in the mm-hmm. summer before I went to Chicago, mm. and he put me in a lot of uncomfortable positions where like I had to spit my poem to him, like literally this close. Like he oh. was in my face, <laughs> I could smell his breath, and I had to do a poem for anchovies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so like I broke through those nerves over the summer, and all the the performances I've done, I feel like I've eliminated the nerves and the anxiety. And it's also about speaking, you know, speaking manifestations too. If you say mm. you're nervous, you're gonna feel nervous. If you say I'm not nervous, if you say I'm good, you're gonna feel good. Yeah, so, that's powerful. Yeah, the words well, that come out of your body are important for sure. Yeah, also um like body language. I feel like um I was reading or watching something that says like if you have a stance that's like you're in control, you're in power, it's like open, it's like you instantly feel more like assertive, more calm versus if you're like closed up and hunched over, you kind of have more of like a shy approach Mm -hmm. i don't know i think there's there's something to definitely to that and like you said to um the what you speak into existence so i'm glad Mm -hmm. that you touched on that there's energy in words man like yeah for sure like he says he speaks about uh, political views and 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 politicians are the first to use their words in order to motivate and move people so that speaks in the energy in uh the alphabet and the things we use to communicate to people in our everyday lives so he definitely speaks powerfully on that so Mm. yeah uh you also have a poem about water that i love personally the water poem is like the best water poem i've heard (laughs) beats a guy who chugged the water bottle i love i love the water poem yeah yeah like i got two quotes off of it the you can't drink the ocean nor can you flood the desert Mm. and also we spoke about this last week but like (laughs) fire kid i'm telling you man this dude like i i got into like diving into your instagram i like had to ask you this question do you have a problem with mics like what did mike ever do to you bro like you be bodying the fucking mic every fucking time like, like honestly i'm like this dude beefing with mics everywhere like, like what's going on like, like, no beef with mics no beef so uh 
Uh, the second line I quoted, uh, you wrote, uh, you said, buying bottled water makes me feel a little stupid. Mm-hmm. And the irony is, I was buying a gallon of water as I was listening <laughs> to you say that. I'm like, oh, it's, I'm like walking around doing research. Did you put it back? Yeah, I did put it back down. I'm like, oh, a complete idiot. I went home and uh, I just, um, you know, turned the faucet and fucking stuck my mouth under it. <laughs> So if you want to speak a little bit about the water poem, the inspiration, uh, what just inspired you to start writing that? Like, where did you start writing it? Um, I'm trying to think. I wrote that. Uh, I did a presentation at a school last mm-hmm. April called, um, I'm not going to say the name of the school, but it was a private school in Manhattan and it was a okay. sustainability conference. So mm-hmm. I had to write some new material for the conference because I had a presentation planned talking about indigenous identity. Uh-huh. indigenous problems mm-hmm. and um so i tried to kind of write a poem for people to think about water um as a conscious being um because that's what it is you know like mm-hmm. water can retain memory it can Word. it's very powerful you know it can it can end life and it can bring life you know mm-hmm. so um i wrote it kind of just for that conference to share and then I, I really liked the way it came out, so I started sharing it with more people, and it's been it's become one of my like my top like five signature pieces. So, yeah, right off the bat, like when you started off, you're like water. I was um, we're yeah. like oh, watering. <laughs> you're like, like yeah, talk you're to like, it's just about to be a wrap. Yeah, and like I also uh, looked you up on YouTube, and you came up on the plutonomy. That's one of your tracks up there, man, where you're actually giving them knowledge and just bodying everyone in sight, bro. Like, again, you be from a family too, apparently. For that song, uh, it was a collaboration with this guy named Sean Hannon. Yeah. He was over uh, in New York City for a three-month stay doing um, a study abroad program and mm-hmm. he's a visual artist videographer and he wanted to work with artists that were political so he made three music videos with three different artists mm-hmm. um, and each one of them were, had like political themes so he provided us with some leaked documents from the government oh, um, wow. so I, I read some of the leaked documents and I encountered some new vocabulary mm-hmm. such as the word <laughs> <laughs> So you just what, spoke about alien communication and they find us. <laughs> so uh, one of the new words that I discovered was plutonomy, which basically like is an economy run by the one percent. Mm. So um, I turned it into a song, and we did a we did a video for it, basically shooting different parts. New York City mm-hmm. um, and it was one of the it was like the first collaboration I had ever done with mm-hmm. someone mm-hmm. Um, and it was just a great experience like we mm-hmm. our, our politics aligned perfectly and um, that's part of the reason why I don't collaborate with people is because a lot of, a lot of times there's people who have politics that don't align with mine so yeah, it's hard to because you don't want to add someone on a feature and then later down the line they do some fuckboy shit you may not like Exactly. And like, fall in line with exactly. Yeah, exactly. So or, that 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 was a fun collaboration, and it was the first like professional music video I ever did. So yeah, I saw it. It's fun. great quality, super. It looked like you were having a fun time. Like you yeah. were killing it. Like mm-hmm. 
super dope video. You even like had the wardrobe changed a lot. Like, you changed out the kicks, brought out the new shirt. I was like, oh, Bobby getting lit. <laughs> that was all one day of filming, so I did bring extra fits with me. So. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, also going into like uh, the beat of that, like I was wondering, like uh, it seems that you make uh, beats at your grandma's house, and I, I get the sense that she's a huge influence in that and your artistry and uh, how you started about making music or getting into beats and like like you said it yourself, you know, you can make a beat when you're on a full stomach from my wedding, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. So um, I don't know. I I've made beats for about three years now, three four years. Like over two hundred beats, right? Like yeah, like that. yeah. I made I made a lot of instrumentals. There was a phase in my life where I was making like a beat every day for three months. So mm. you know, and wow. uh, I, a lot of those beats I made in my grandma's living room in New Rochelle. Uh, wow. She lives. Shout out to Abuela. <laughs> yeah, Fifth <laughs> Avenue, New Rochelle. Um, but um, yeah, she's a big influence because. Uh, there's been a lot of times where I felt like other people didn't take me seriously as an artist, mm. but um, I think she always knew that I wanted to become an artist. I was mm. always playing guitar in high school or writing poetry in high school. Um, and, you know, like my grandpa, my father's father was a poet in Peru. Mm. And, uh, I think you mentioned that in one of your pieces, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's I, in your blood. You yeah, can't help it. It really I mean, that's is. That's in the, the Grandma Miracle one, right? If I'm not mistaken. Nah, that's in the spirituality. Spirituality. Oh, okay. So I wrote a poem about my grandma's to her sterilization back in Peru. Um, but um, yeah, so like, yeah, like I feel like her and my family are my biggest like supporters. Yeah. Um, so. I get the sense that like, her journey was a big influence on you, definitely. Like, mm-hmm. like that's because I, I can relate to that with my grandfather. So, like, just even seeing you in the room making beats while she's there, she's just laying back and <laughs> going in. I'm like, I definitely relate to that a lot. Like, a lot, definitely, bro. Thank it's, you. It's so dope that you have um, that support because a lot of artists, you know, um, yeah no nobody supports us you know Mm -hmm. so the fact that um you have like your grandma or like you know your mom coming out to your shows like that's so powerful and it just speaks to um you know you can see like your level of artistry like what happens when you get that support and that love when like you know the world is still un like clueless to your talents but Mm -hmm. I think that's so powerful. So definitely shout out to your whole family for supporting you because I think it's definitely probably played a major role into who you are today. And I think that's so beautiful. Like, or, for yeah. real, shout out to them. So it also speaks on everything in his artistry as also as how you could touch the, the new school flow where I had peeped that you had blessed the Alfango stage with the I Am Woke, I Ain't Sleeping song. <laughs> yeah. I was looking for that online. I couldn't <laughs> find it, but I'm like, damn, this guy, this guy even can hit the new school flow and just body it. I thought he was like, where's Migos? Like, <laughs> so if you want to touch on that song, like the inspiration behind it, like what, what made you uh, transition your flow a bit? Like, maybe switch it up? Like, what was the inspiration? Well, um, that song, um, it has two different titles, Doomsday Alarm Clock and Accumulation by Dispossession. Because I took two songs and I put them together in the same song. So, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, the, the inspiration for that poem or song was, like, basically, like, calling out materialism or materialistic people, um, 
there's a lot of things that we need to wake up about in society. A lot of people crave materialistic things in life, but that's the scheme they want you to fall for. So basically, you know, everything that we need in life is food and water, shelter. Everything else is just not actually Extra. necessary. Yeah. Yeah, so, it's external at that point. Yeah. Mm. So sometimes ego. We just, yeah, we need to we need to wake up and realize that the whole scheme of this economy is based off of like capitalism and exploitation. So that's what I try to kind of put into that poem and song. Wow. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Body the mic again. <laughs> Three old body back. <laughs> Got dark for you, nigga. <laughs> but uh, my favorite song all time, Ain't No Money In My Pocket, I'm trying to rock it. That's what I call it. <laughs> I don't know the actual Literally name. every time Sorry. he's like, oh, Bobby, you ain't mean no ain't no money in my pocket, but I'm trying to rock it. And I was like, that's not even how the song goes. <laughs> that shit is fire. That's the first time I saw him on stage. The first time I saw him perform, that was like, that shit is fire. That's what Yeah, like, that's a bop for sure. Yeah, and uh, you had to actually quote the actual lyric you wrote in the song, rather be broke than a sellout, are you listening? So I just want to speak on that, like, like explain the ball for them, please. That explain one bar? The ball. Yeah. All right, so I wrote the song when I didn't have too much money in my bank account. Still don't have that much, but... Uh, talk to them, King. <laughs> but I'm trying to, tell, trying to tell people that, like, poverty um, and richness, they're, they're more state of minds than, like... It's a real thing, obviously, poverty that affects a lot of people, but... Just because we don't have cars or like fancy things doesn't mean that we're poor. Mm-hmm. Um, so that one bar, rather be broke than a sellout. Um, are that, you listening? Yeah, are you listening? Um, that's kind of like just my stance and like my ethics, morals. Like, I will never sign a contract to a record company. Um, mm-hmm. Cause I'm not Andy gonna have. <laughs> yeah, I'll be an independent artist at, for my whole life because I'm not gonna have someone else make money off of me. Um, yeah, word. Because okay, you could sign me to a, a label and book me with a show that has ten thousand fans, right? Mm-hmm. But if you're making money off of me, am I a sellout? You know, if a yeah. corporation like like any record company is making fifty percent off my album sales, right? Mm-hmm. Then Am I really this leftist person that I that I am? You know, right. I'm not going to speak out against capitalism and exploitation and then be a sellout to like a corporation. Mm. Or, so, and another one is like, I'm not going to put my music on certain platforms because I'll mm. put it on SoundCloud so people can stream it for free. You can Got go it. to Bandcamp.com, download my stuff for free. Mm. I'm not going to put a price on my music. Um, mm. Music has healing properties, and I consider myself a medicine man in certain ways because, like, poetry and music has healing properties, and, like, I'm not going to sell out this healing medicine to make money, you know? So, like, I'll take a paid gig, no problem. Like, I'll take a... If someone yeah, wants you're to, you're not down to like someone give you donations and things like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, of course. Like, I'll take I still have rent, money. by yeah. the way. <laughs> there's been shows that I've turned down before because they told me that okay, the ticket sales are going to be twenty dollars, and I'm like, no, I'm not yeah. gonna, I'm not gonna make my friends pay twenty dollars to see me or mm. fans because that's becoming an exclusive thing. You're making art an exclusive thing. Mm. So like the new show, open mic, it's always going to be free. 
and I'll always do a feature for free because yeah. like I'm it, it's not about the money it's about the art form and the love of the art form yeah so that's kind of like in short what that bar means got it so much to get, respect to back off of that and uh touch the origins and uh of yourself and really speak on a word that I hear you repeatedly use all the time like it's it's very consecutive with you. It's something that falls in line with you a lot, indigenous. And, like, what does that mean to Bobby Sanchez? Cool, yeah. I mean, um, so I'm mixed. My mom's from New York. Um, my dad's from Peru. Mm -hmm. So the indigenous blood that I have comes from Peru. Um, and my dad immigrated here from Peru when he was eight. So mm -hmm. the part that my father's family comes from is called Ayacucho. Mm -hmm. um, it's a place that has a lot of history um, not so positive history you know mm. ayacucho translates to the corner of death in quechua there was many battles fought there <laughs> they mm. say that the land was soaked in blood and wow. that's why it's so fertile uh, a wow. lot of stuff grows there but also there was a civil war in peru in the late 70s early 80s where seventy thousand people died and, wow um, like fortunately my Jeez. family moved to this country in the early 70s so they didn't really get to they didn't see any of that but 70,000 people die, um, and the president at the time, Fujimori, he's now incarcerated, mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. against crimes against humanity. So wow. there was a lot of times where hundreds of people were just killed in a field, and all 100% indigenous communities. Mm. So I speak out against indigenous issues because it's not just like 1492 is an indigenous issue. There's mm. modern-day indigenous issues, pipelines going through this country that are, some of them are cracking. And polluting mm. the environment for yeah, what? For oil. Sure. For yeah. oil. Oil and money. Those things don't matter. Like the land can't be replaced. And mm -hmm. I think that people don't acknowledge land as sacred. And that's a big problem because that's what native people have respect for the land. They still have respect for the land, the water, everything that's natural they have respect for. Now yeah. you got a president of Peru uh Brazil that wants to cut down some of the Amazon. Why? Mm. To, to plant soybeans. He's going he's gonna to kill indigenous people mm. in the Amazon the just to make money. They live in their natural yeah. habitat and yeah. living there for over 150 years, just yeah. soybeans. Yep. Kidding me, bro? Soy? Yeah. Exactly. So I... My I, soy latte. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, so think about that before you order yeah, your soy macchiato. Soy latte, right? Yeah. So, so uh i like basically the the indigenous part of me is always going to be there and like my father brought me to indigenous celebrations he brought me to peru when i was five years old teaching me about my culture you know my father's always told me that like like you have to sometimes just sit down and listen to the wind because our ancestors voices are inside it mm. and you know that's something that's very spiritual that might freak some people out but whether you want to believe it or not, it's there. Like the spirits and ancestors are flying around us in the mm -hmm. wind. And it's just something that some, that's indigenous knowledge right there. That's mm -hmm. native Fact. knowledge. People have been teaching their sons and daughters that information for thousands of years. Yeah. Uh -huh. So uh, talking about water, talking about the land. And that's just like a type of intelligence that, um, that people take for granted. Like it's like, we measure intelligence here and we, we feel like we're so smart. Oh, you're a doctor, you're a lawyer. Uh, no shade to them, but like knowing the land and like 
knowing how, you know, how everything works on like from a natural and from a spiritual level, like that's the level of intelligence that is really taken for granted. So I'm glad that you, you brought that up. Word. That's, that's like what I'll be saying all the time. I'll be feeling like low key in our past. We, we did have like powers and we used to touch our chakras and like things like ninjas and or like magic. That isn't like, uh, uh, I guess I would say a, such a fair, like, out of the blue shot is something that we came up with in our brain, our imagination that I feel like was something that existed at one point, but we lost touch as growth, as time, as capitalism took over, as things grew up in different empires. Because each empire in itself shows capitalism in a, in a way, and like you said, in a way of indigenism, in a way of mistreating their people, taking them out in order to uh, centralize on the money of the country, to grow up, to or the capitalism in general, mm-hmm. just taking out the people and not really looking at the culture and really respecting the land mm-hmm. and taking it in for what it's for instead of changing it and making it like a monastery or, or something to be glorified, you know, mm-hmm. taking the land for what it is, don't change it. If anything, add to the land, cultivate the land, mm-hmm. you know, treat the land with grace as well as you would your mother or your sister or your brother, exactly. you know, so definitely speaks a lot about that. So. You also speak about that on your latest single, Spirituality, which you can find on Bobby Sanchez Music on SoundCloud. Please mm-hmm. donate to the brother, man. <laughs> man, bring that cup up, man. It's more than half full. Let's fill it up all the way. Man. All right, so please go find the brother. You can also find him on Bobby, at Bobby Sanchez on Instagram. So if you want Bobby speak, Sanchez Music. Bobby Sanchez Music on Instagram. So please, uh, if you want to speak a little bit on your latest single, Spirituality. Or if you uh, want to go right into your bag, because yeah. we were thinking to end it, end it off um, the whole talk with opening up the mic to our guests. So anything you want to share, um, or if you want to spit something for us, right. whatever, freestyle, uh, cypher, or you just want to talk your shit. <laughs> One short poem. Um, you know, just to get a little creative. But this is a poem I wrote for Earth. So it's called Earth Poem. I have a water poem. I have an Earth Poem. Um, so this poem, I wrote it kind of to just speak about... I don't know. I'm just going to get right into it. All right. So right, it's, called, back, <laughs> it's called Earth Poem. So creativity needs to be present in Earth's sustainability. The sun, wind, and Earth's versatility will aid our ability to develop tranquility as we do that though they are relinquishing the earth when all is one it's like a diminished chord if heard the damage is done some uneducated like to think of this earth as ours reflecting the past with unjust corrupt powers she cannot be owned mother earth is now full of generations stuck inside their telephone now will we ever learn to be alone Us without technology seems like an argument without an apology. So let me say sorry now, because we're turning into robots. Therefore, anthropology must be a thing of the past. They have outlawed monopolies, yet somehow they still last. And they teach the business sectors to make the low class lower class and the high class higher class. And they tell the banks just hold the cash. Sometimes I wish that the stock market would just crash because everything is run by oil violating the earth leaves us in turmoil because she watches every move that we make the earth is like our mother and we just want to take 
Mm. More, more, and more. Seven billion of us, and there's more in store. Creativity is my solution. What is yours? Thank you. Woo! God, fuck. Yo, bro. <laughs> bro, first of all, first of all, if they're going to hold on to cash, it's me, you, and Nova, ice. Al I'm not fucking drunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a um damn that was powerful thank you so much for sharing thank you so much for Woo! agreeing to Word. be on the show thank um you, bro. Thank you i just want to end with like yeah with one last question i like to ask everybody this what does art mean to you mm. um to tie it in to articulate because everything starts with art so right. real quick what does art mean to you um I have a little piece here that I wrote. That, get into it, please. All right, so it's Blow a little just manifestation because, you know, sometimes when people gain success, their ego goes through the roof. Um, so this is just a manifestation I wrote, kind of like, it's about art, mm. kind mm -hmm. of. Um, in this world and place of high competition, I will refuse to put self over community or family. Our friends and our family are priority over anything else. I do not seek fame. I seek to be respected as a human and as an activist. I want to use my music and poetry to make a difference. I wanted to inspire people to speak out against injustice. In this capitalistic society, one is forced to believe that capital is your ranking and that your ranking is power. My power comes from within and my power is not rich or poor. It is the will and the drive to love my community and my power is the action to make that happen. My power is for this power to be shared. So please share. Thank you. Ooh, I like that. Y'all heard that? Y'all heard that? I don't think y'all heard that. I don't think y'all did, man. Damn. That's a bad man right there. That's a bad man. Yeah, one more time. Thank you so much, Bobby, for your time and energy. Um, thank you so please much for sharing. Go find the young brother at Bobby Sanchez Music on all platforms, streaming services. Please go find You heard? The ones that you know, he approves of. <laughs> yeah, SoundCloud. Free. free so, uh, SoundCloud. Do you have song of the week, Bobby, before you get out of here? Or are you, you straight on all that? Um, I can share a poem, um, not by me, but a poem of the week. All right. All right that's, so. that's something okay, new. Okay, let's do it. Yeah, that's something new that we've never done, but Bobby started it. That's why he's souffle, you <laughs> So, um, Influence is one of my favorite po poems, poets. So, um, this is a poem he did in his feature last week. Mm -hmm. it's, uh, it's about the revolution, and about the revolution is not a poem. The revolution is like what comes after the poem. So this Got is, it. I'm going to put my phone up to the speaker. So you might hear it. Hopefully you can hear it. All right.
But yet, what's more important is your actions when they stop the hand clapping. Because you see, a revolution is not a poem. If it was, way before Barack and Michelle was on the scene, our children would have known the intellectual elegance is reachable. See, this thing here is teachable. But poets got to walk through the words they spitting through. I'm tired of poets that scream Black Lives Matter, but the only time they sit in is at open mics. The only time they feel like they dying in when they losing the slam. I need you to understand it doesn't matter how many degrees you reach for, that just becomes your degree of separation, your disconnection from your people. If you don't let them know these hymns you spitting from your soul is spiritual. You see, egos have permeated this oral tradition. Poets have become the equivalent of ministers preaching for skirts and not religion. So most of what you see on this stage is revolutionary, it is well-written illusional commentary. Until my poetic cinematography, poetic minds trapped behind the moving bars of capitalism. So what they spitting for is commissary. Trapping your mind until you scream set us us free like Sinke cause they still lost in translation because the truth is most poets wouldn't know that they got slapped in the face with a revolution you see they just spitting solutions but words without action become progressive constipation like postpartum depression they don't want to handle the real issues but see I got real talk while they outline with black bodies with white, with white ink my black babies are still being outlined in white chalk so if you enter these poetry dens with the mindset of upping your Facebook friends or packing your fistful of dividends, then the three minutes of this here joint, you completely miss the point. The poetry is meant to pierce your soul, creating action, producing productivity. You see, spoken word burns in my soul deeply, but not at the pace of losing my people to a bunch of paper revolutionaries. Thank you. <laughs> Stop playing, man. Stop playing. Man. Stop playing, Bob. You're playing too much, bro. You're playing. He's super deep. That guy, oh my God. What he said? You giving your secrets to Victoria and Calvin? Y'all get smacked in the face for revolution, but y'all come up with them a solution? Yo, what? Yo, stop playing, Bob. Yo, I'm not, yo. He didn't even give us a chance to win this week. I don't even got nothing to beat that. <laughs> like, poem of the week. No, nah, yeah. I don't got a poem. He bodied that. <laughs> poem of the month. I'm cool. Poem, That's poem, of, poem the of the lifetime. Yeah, poem of the month. I'm cool on that. <laughs> yeah. Damn. So, no, but what you jamming to on the Art Army playlist this week, man? Okay, what you jamming to, so, man? So, Art Army playlist. Who's fucking one? If you go yeah, to I ain't gonna lie, that shit you played last week, that Rob joint, I've been killing that. Man. Out of pocket, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Out of pocket, Shout out to Rob Roman, out of pocket and yeah. I rock it. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Bobby. Yeah. Um, so this week, um, I have an artist from Iran. He goes by the name of Shalizi. So. An artist from Iran, he goes by the name of Shalizi. Uh-huh. Shout out to him. Shout out to my song of the week, Freedom. So Go stream that. Go find that. Go find the young brother everywhere on all streaming platforms. And on the Articulate NYC playlist, if you can't find it because of the algorithm, like the fuck if you can't find come it, find, find me it, and I will send it to you. So, Shalizi Freedom. Turn, turn I think 
to me. Never trying to find my soul, not your property. Like, corrupt policy. Rich man lost me just for locking me. Like, just a fallacy. Just a word to you for the lambs and sheep. Whoa. Messages is going out to the fair skin. If all lives matter, why the blacks perishing? And why they like to link the poor up with heroin? There's a war going on outside. Look who's terrorin'. Who's easy? Is he pushing the A-Brad? I could have sworn I seen his ass pushing A-Cab. Or giving surfies. Bitches used to curve me. Now I'm all over they lips, dog, like herpes. Whoa. 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 ass ball for y'all. You feel me? So please go find the young brother, Shalini. Freedom. On the Articulate NYC. Playlist. This is I 95. I'll take it. Hey, for the privacy, put a lot back down in society. Like, try back to me. Never try to find my soul. That's your property. Like, corrupt policy. Rich man lost name just for locking me. Yeah, y'all already know. Go find the young king. Go find him. Are you feeling me? That was Nova Song of the Week. You know, my song of the week. You know, I'm going to get back in my bag. I got a little hood for y'all, you feel me? That S on my chest by KU Humble and Skeet Rock, you feel me? Play that for them. Skeet A. Yeah. That I-95. KO, what up, nigga? Uh, it's hands down, then it's man down. Got the handouts like I'm giving grants out. I'm a man, I ain't looking for no handouts. Outcast try to fit in, I'ma stand out. Uh-huh. Plans how to get to the bands now. Talk Took off, gotta pull them down her pants now. Why hey. got the flow? Wife on her nose, we rockin' shows, feel like we on the road. Spit at these tracks that be laying as gold. I got the magic, I told her be whole. I'm on the sick of it, radio, y'all. You know what I'm saying? They watchin' close, they know they takin' notes. Walk the long path and a long way to go. Lyrical genius versus the main. That someone gon' see this, somebody gon' hear it. That we look so loud. I mean, I swear I can hear it. You drink the designer, don't know how to wear it. It don't hurt to share it. Yeah, that's the spirit. Only thing certain is death, I don't fear it. Always forever gonna write my own lyrics. I'm on a mission, that's what they've been missing. Simple white Remy, that's all I've been pissing. Said I was different, but you didn't listen. Not a pimp on my Mac, but I still keep it pimping. 33 Macs, 33 shooters, plus among noses. That's got he pimping. Hey, 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 that's got he pimping. Boom, hey, hey, hey. Yeah, that's on my chest. Get to the checks. Yeah, I'm the best. Yeah. Yeah, I just flex, fuck on your best, fuck on your best, uh-huh, friend. Yeah, it's a test, learn a finesse, I learn a finesse, yeah. I learn yeah. a finesse, yeah. Finesse, yeah. That's on my chest, get That's to the chest, chest. yeah, I'm the best, chest. yeah. Yeah, I just flex, fuck on your best, fuck on your best, friend. Yeah, it's a test, I learn a finesse, I learn a finesse, yeah. You already I learn know, finesse, go find yeah. that, go stream that. You already know, that's on my chest by Skeet Rock K.O. Humble. Go find that, go download that, go buy that, go stream that, man. That's on that Art Army playlist. Go find that, King. Go get that. You already know. Know how we do. Know what time it is, y'all. Know I love every single one of y'all right now, but we love them. Yes, yes. We love all of you. Thank you so much for listening. For more information, like I said, you can check out ArticulateNYC.com or ArticulateNYC on all social media. If you're interested on being interviewed in the future on our podcast, or if you want to collab with us in any way, just um, slide into the DMs. You feel me? Slide right in. Or email us. Or so spicy, us, yeah. right? So spicy. So with that being said, you know, it's that part I like to say, you know, 
You ain't got to stop listening to us, but unfortunately, this the podcast is over. Is over. Shout out to 90s Kid for our intro music. Um, mad talented producer. Um, check him out on SoundCloud. 90s K1D. So 90K, the number one D. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. And that's that's all, folks.